0: To New Hopes Sermon of the Week. We pray that you're blessed as you listen to this week's message. It's good to be back. How many missed me? I missed you. I really did. Wanda and I have been away for three Sundays. For three weeks, we had a 16-day road trip. 16 days with Juan Joe. Awesome! (laughs) Covered about 5,000 miles. Covered 10 states. Spent a lot of time in the great state of South Dakota. Went to the farm. Went to Mount Rushmore. Drove through Wyoming, which is, Wyoming's wild. Spent time in Colorado with the kids. And then we eloped to a place called Estes Park, Colorado. And just soaked up. God's nature and beauty, and we drove home from Estes Park to Rochester. It's a little over 1,600 miles, and we enjoyed every minute of it. I guess the Lord showed me through the journey um, that he's a great dad. He's a great dad. So I'm going to try to um, communicate the greatness of our Father, who is Father God. We sung a song this morning that just wrecks you. How many get wrecked? Wreck means you're overwhelmed by the revelation of God's goodness. Yeah. You get wrecked by the fact that his love is completely unstoppable. You know, th- th- that song just wrecked me because it, 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 it fits everything I'm going to talk about today. Because Father God is awesome. And the heart of God, the fierceness, the relentlessness, the unconditional love of Father God is something that he wants us to not just know about here, but impact here. And then transform us here so that we really walk in such a place of sonship, which means I'm a daughter and I'm a son and I'm secure in the love of God. So as I was praying this morning, I have, for a lot of you know I I get a little silly, but I have an outline. And then the Holy Spirit said, Start with the ending. So, and I understand what the Holy Spirit was telling me to do. So I'm going to start with the close, which really makes sense that actually what I'm saying now is this is what I hope to accomplish. This is what I hope the Holy Spirit through me this morning can achieve. Thought I got it all out there. This morning, the Holy Spirit wants to do a miracle. The miracle the Holy Spirit wants to do is to break down the walls that keep us from seeing Him and seeing Him properly and breaking down the walls of how Father God really sees you and knows you and loves you. Father God wants you to grow. Father God wants grown women this morning, grown women, to understand that they are daddy's little girl, full grown women, completely understanding that they're daddy's little girl, and you get over here, little girl, and you don't have to do nothing, you can just sit on my lap, you can just be lavished with my affection and my love for you. Because I adore you. Father God's heart is that he adores you. And full-grown men this morning. Full-grown macho men. (laughs) Harold loved it. He wants full-grown men to know that's my boy. That's my boy right over there. You're doing great. Keep it up. I'm for you. I am so for you. I want you to reign in life. I want you to be successful in life. Full grown men having an understanding that transforms you, that you're my boy. We could leave today and we could say it was an okay message or it was a lousy message. It doesn't really matter. Because if we just leave with a message, then we just forget about it in about an hour, maybe 10 minutes. But if we experience him and we're transformed by him and he touches someplace in us, then we're changed. And I believe Holy Spirit wants to do a miracle. And the miracles that grown men and grown women would experience a touch today of his love. And you'd open up your heart and he'd break down walls of how you see him and how he sees you. So we're going to go back to that. But that's what the desire of the Holy Spirit is through me this morning. It's an amazing scripture in 2 Corinthians 5.19. 2 Corinthians 5.19. That God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself. Let's be honest. I don't know how many of you grew up in the Catholic church. I did. Or grew up with religion, which I didn't. I came from an Italian family who was very Catholic, but they weren't even very religious. And the perceptions and the things from childhood and the way we see God the Father is Jesus kind of gets all the credit, right? God the Father is way out here, kind of impersonal, kind of distant. Jesus, we can appreciate Jesus. He was the Son of God. And the Holy Spirit, I think we're all trying to get our heads around the Holy Spirit, because that's the Trinity. The fullness of the Godhead is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's a person. Jesus is a person. God the Father. So God the Son, God the Father, God the Holy Spirit. They're one God. So I don't know why we have a, such a hard time because I've talked to a lot of people, pastored for years, and people have a hard time understanding God the Father. So I'm very sensitive. Even as I look at, out this morning, some of you might have had horrible fathers. Some of you had a mean father's. Maybe, maybe you came from a home where you had a very loving, tender father. I'm here to say Jesus will... Jesus, by the power of the Holy Spirit, God the Father wants to supersede, wants to kind of null and void that no pain, no past, no shame. The past is dealt with, but that today you'd have walls would come down on how you see God the Father. So God the Father was in Christ, reconciling the world to himself. So let's give God the Father credit. You understand what I'm saying? Let's understand the heart of God the Father. That he was in his Son, reconciling the world to himself. No longer counting people's sins against them. This is wonderful news. And he has given us to tell others. King, uh, New King James says, not imputing their trespasses to them. Imputing. Keeping an inventory. Counting up the deeds. God the Father was in the Son. God was in Christ, reconciling the world to himself. Not no longer counting things against us. I am a father, personally. I have raised naturally five children, two boys and three girls. My oldest son is 32 years old. My baby's 25. There's nothing they have to do for me to love them, zero, I love them. They're all on a journey. They've all slipped and fallen, they've all made mistakes, and the heart of the Father just continues to be lavished with affection. Father, God's heart is in me, and I can just I just want and I don 't get to spend time with our kids because we live so far away. But as I was preparing for this moment right here, I was just, the Holy Spirit was talking to me the whole time. Saying, Ralph, this is how I feel about you. This is how I feel about my kids. This is how I feel about the New Hope family. This is how I feel about those who don't even yet call me daddy. I love my creation. I love kids. I love men and women. And I was in Christ, my son, reconciling the world to myself. God the Father was in Christ, reconciling the world, all of us, to himself. We were separated from God, we were dead in our trespasses and sins. That's truth. But God, Ephesians, but God, Ephesians 2 who was rich in mercy and rich in love, did what only God could do. He sent his Son, and as the Father is in the Son, and the Son is in the Father, and as we are in the Son, he did what only he could do, and blood had to be shed. The Father and the Son are the ones who made a new agreement. It's called the New Covenant the Father and the Son said, enough of this separation. We're going to finish this thing. It's going to be done. So a new covenant was established through Jesus Christ. And it was a covenant of forgiveness. By believing in Jesus and receiving Him, by saying yes to Jesus, you could be forgiven forever. That is good news. Whenever I go to South Dakota, I was saved in South Dakota. I was saved in a little jail cell at Ellsworth Air Force Base in Rapid City, South Dakota, 1980. And Jesus revealed to me his love and that I needed a Savior. And I said, Yes, Jesus, and he's never left me since. So God the Father's heart was revealed and is continued to be revealed. He's the God of reconciliation, that means restoration. God was in Christ right there reconciling the whole world to himself. It's done. It's finished. A new covenant, forgiveness. And we were reconciled. We were restored to the divine favor, our relationship with God that we had before the fall. Perfect reconciliation, restoration. When we're reconciled, we are brought back together again. We are made one again. How many of you experienced a trauma or a fracture in a relationship, and it was reconciled? It's the most beautiful thing. That thing that was damaged or fractured or separated, it was reconciled. It was restored. It was healed. It was brought back and made whole, made one. It was made, it was brought back into harmony. The word reconciled, also means it's to make friendly. No longer enemies, but friends. God the Father's heart has always been for a relationship with us. Not counting our past, not keeping an inventory, it's been washed by the blood, it's been wiped out, it's gone. I tried to find the old records, they were destroyed. The old records couldn't even find them anymore. The files had been destroyed, burned, discarded. And he gave me a new identity. He says, Now you're my son. And I love you. And sitting with my kids, sitting, the most precious moment I found was when I heard all the conversation. And I was like, I'm a father. And that's my son. He's talking to my other son. And they're talking and they're laughing with their wives and then my daughters. And they're enjoying each other. I shared this with Steve last night. Someday I might write a book, but I know the title of the book. The title of the book could be Enjoying God and Enjoying Life. It's not that complicated, really. God made it possible that we can enjoy our friendship with God because of what He accomplished for us. And every father that I know, mostly every father I know right now, you know what's one of their greatest joys? is watching their kids do well. Amen. I don't care if it's Noah at 6, or Pastor Carl, or and watching Stephen at 36, right? 36, Steve? A little, little, little down. <laughs> I, know, I know Tim's 36. Steve, Steve's a little older. But whether... Every father wants their kids to do well, want them to be whole, want them to be healthy, want them to be growing, want them to be healed, want them to be blessed, want them to be overcoming and reigning in life. Want them to be, it's, My heart just was crying out for every one of my kids. They didn't know it, but like I want you to do well in life. The Father God saying to me, I want you to do well in life. I want my people to do well in life. My heart is ravished. Unstoppable love. It's insane. It is. It's, it's, it's a force to be reckoned with. The love that the Father has for his kids. And this army needs to know the love of God because the greatest commandment now is to love God. As we have been loved. Love as Christ has loved us. We're transformed by this love that you can't even really ever get your complete intellectual whatever around it. But you experience it and you just go, man, I'm loved by God. And he was, God was in his son reconciling the world to himself. He's a really good guy. He's a good God. He's good. He's really good. He's not mean. He's not distant. He's not a tyrant. He's not evil. He's really, really good. Amen. And watching the heart of the Father even be manifested in myself, it was overwhelming. Oh, I want my kids to do well. And how many of you have messed up? From the time you said yes to Jesus, you raise your hand if you've messed up. For those of you who you didn't raise your hand, you are liars. <laughs> Talk later. <laughs> Not counting your trespasses. You know, when you look that up a little bit and study it just a little bit, it actually means even a side slip. I slipped. I wasn't going to share this, but it's kind of funny and it's kind of like a moment. 5,000 miles. 5,000 miles. Has anyone driven 5,000 miles in 16 days? A lot of driving. Love it. One and I talking, hanging out. I did like unbelievable. 5,000 miles, lots of hours, little slip, tiny little slip. Three minutes I slipped. Some a-hole driving 30 miles an hour in an 80-mile-an-hour posted zone causing a major traffic jam behind him staying in the passing lane. And I snapped. <laughs> I snapped. I, I mean, snap! Why? It's like, you're out of your mind. This far from him beeping, dog, go F yourself. I was out of control. I'm being honest. I don't even know what happened. It's like, is a demon came in the car? It was a slip. The whole trip, the only time it happened, it lasted less than three minutes. Calm down. She's freaking out. What are you doing? Go around him. No, he needs to learn. Going Crazy. Almost, you know, we're going to die. You know, what are you doing? Go around them, you know, hyperventilate, almost like come back to my body. And then go, what the heck was that? But you know what's crazy? That's the one thing that the devil wants me to remember about the whole trip. I screwed up. Amen. Amen. But you know what, that's the one ugly thing out of 16 days, awesome serving, laying down your life for the kids, serving, loving, 16 days, 5,000 miles, my one slip. That was it, one slip, it was ugly, it was bad, but one slip, and then I'm driving, beating yourself up, you know how you go, everybody do it, does anyone else do it? I must be out of my mind. Am I really born again? Where is the spirit of the living God? What is going on here? Why did I do that? I flipped them off. I'm swearing. I'm out of control. What is going on? I must not be saved. I got to go get help. Beating myself up. Three minutes slip. Father God's heart said, let it go. Let it go. Don't let it ruin one more second of your day. Receive forgiveness. You, I already know you're sorry because you were a complete idiot. <laughs> but let it go. Right? Let it go. I let it go, received his love. I'm a son. I screwed up. I'm forgiven. That's it. That's it. Father's heart. For me was revealed in a slip, an error, missed the mark, screwed up, I sinned. Don't take days, don't waste time, don't take hours and weeks. The Holy Spirit is so real. said, man, you screwed up, bro, I'm so sorry. Continue to reveal your love for me, I'm being transformed from glory to Glory. The heart of the father wants his kids to do well. The other amazing thing about the heart of the father is as I look out into this family of new hope, his heart grieves more or as much when you don't know who you are as how you treat one another. To be in a conflict, an unresolved conflict with one of your brothers or sisters the best that you can do. Fathers love seeing their kids get along. It was so obvious to me. The joy of watching siblings interact and enjoy and be in unity and be in camaraderie and be in harmony. And the Lord said, I really care about my body and my church and the, the families and the church to be healthy and their relationships with one another. So as sons and daughters... I want you to know we are now it's not going to be someday we are now in perfect restoration and friendship with god the father and the fullness of the godhead this is radical but i'm telling you it's true it's effortless it's easy it's beautiful and it is simple And any lie that wants to complicate it for you, that you got to be on this little hamster wheel of doing or doing something, grown women today will experience a miracle that your daddy's little girl, just come and sit on my lap and don't do a dang thing. You don't have to do anything. You don't even know how I look at you. I look at your face. I'm overwhelmed. I touch your skin. I'm freaking out. Just to be in the car with my daughter, was whew, to enjoy her presence. John fifteen five Abide, remain, rest in me. Just be with me. I desire, God the Father desires communion and friendship. You're going to be a fruit, fruit bearer. As I close, the one thing I'm very aware of is that this is not what we experienced today, even for a for guest or somebody new, there was a manifestation of God's presence this morning. Now what that means is there's a gathering of saints, there's a gathering of people, and you kind of all look at each other and go, even if we go with the least amount of understanding maybe, or, or I think God was here. I would say I experienced God in this place this morning. And it was a manifest presence. We were all together and somehow he comes and we say to each other, he was here with us. And that's good. But I'm telling you, you're you're living in poverty if that's your experiential, if that's all you get. That's That's like a teaspoon a week. Sunday to Sunday? No, 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 no. What he wants for every one of his kids, the fullness of it, the reality of it, the realness of it, is that daily, I wrote down minute by minute, there is a reality of his indwelling presence. And this indwelling presence is where that effortless understanding comes, that revelation that God wants to show you, that you actually, there were moments, and they happened. Frequently, but there is a reality of me just saying, "God, I know you're here." When I pray that, so when I sing that one song about, you know, be manifested, be made live here, right here. I can feel the rivers of living water in me. I can feel it. I can experience him. I can talk to him. That the Father loves being with his kids. So we're going to end with a few scriptures. I could talk for an hour or more on just reading scripture of God's heart for us. But I just picked a few. It's, uh, it's one that we enjoy, but the power of it is amazing. So if you like writing down scriptures or meditating on it later, Jeremiah 29, 11, It reveals the heart of the Father to you. Because he says, for I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Lord, a dear friend of mine just got cancer. It wasn't from the Lord. Makes it really simple. His plans for you are not for harm. Let's understand that and battle that and go against that thing. But let's be sure we understand God's a good God. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. Romans 8, which this will be the third time this will be spoken from this morning, from the song Unstoppable to Mark. Romans eight thirty seven. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors. Through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Magnificent scripture. God's heart toward us. His unstoppable, fierce affection toward us is real. Psalm 139, 17. How precious also are your thoughts toward me, O God. That means good thoughts toward you. How precious also are your thoughts toward me, O God. How great is the sum of them. If I should count them, they would be more in number than the sand. When I awake, you are still with me. Your abiding presence never leaves me. I can walk with you and talk with you and enjoy you and golf with you, drive a car for hours with you, laugh with you. Matthew 6, 25 and 26. I love this one because we have this tendency to get robbed by worry and not understanding things. I'm just going to do Matthew 26, 6 because it says, Look at the birds of the air How many of you have a bird feeder out in your house? I love watching the birds. Birds are wild little creatures. But look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap nor gather in barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. (coughs) Through you, buying birdseed at Lowell's. (laughs) Watching the squirrels and the blackbirds eat them all up, angry. (laughs) Are you not more valuable than they? That was the thing that hit me like a laser. Does God care more about a sparrow or a bird or a cardinal than he does myself? No, he values you. He loves you. Your value to him is amazing. It's intense. So who's going to be my little keyboard player this morning? Mary. Mary's up. Thank you, Mary. this Father's Day I pray Holy Spirit would do a miracle and for grown women for grown women to see themselves running to daddy's lap and being daddy's little girl because you've opened your heart and you've positioned yourself just to say I'm daddy's little girl I receive your affection and your kindness and your love for me. Because, God, you are in Christ reconciling the world to to yourself. You are reconciling me, restoring my divine, amazing, favor relationship with you. I didn't do anything to do that. You did it all. And for grown men to have a pat on the back that they actually can experience and you can walk out of here in a new reality of sonship that says, if you've never had a father that said, that's my boy, Father God wants you to experience it today. Say, that's my boy. I'm proud of you. Keep it up. Keep it up. I'm watching you. I know what you're doing. The unstoppable fierceness of God's love Father, I pray by the power of the Holy Spirit, walls would come down. veils would be lifted. We would experience today an understanding of how amazing you really love us. And that truly transforms us in how we live and interact with one another, how we do community, how we go out and share the good news with others. Father God, I pray you just bless these people here this morning with a touch. I pray for a touch, Holy Spirit. I pray for something, a miracle of understanding that goes beyond my words this morning. Bless your kids. Reveal your heart to your children. Greatness of your love to them. Father, bless this day. Bless the families. Bless the children as they're downstairs. Father, again, just bless them. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Papa. We love praying for people. We have a prayer team that comes up weekly. I pray the prayer team this morning would even be very sensitive to Holy Spirit. If you're here and you just need a little extra touch or you just want to be prayed for, please don't leave without being prayed for. So be blessed today.